Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'm your host, Gareth Rafferty, and this is Chapter 3, Episode 14. A huge welcome to all of you. If you haven't been here before, this podcast is all about me, Gareth Rafferty, a university student trying to start a business, build a business, and work his way through university at the same time. So, where are we today? It's now three, half three in the afternoon on the 1st of March. How insane. We've passed yesterday the leap year day that everyone has been really excited for this year. And there's supposed to be something special about this leap year. And every four years, people get super excited because they say something special is going to happen on that day. And it's a special year. So I'd love to hear if you guys have had anything special happen to you over the past few months. And what are your thoughts on a leap year? Personally, I don't really think you gain any extra. But what you do get is that extra day. And I think utilizing that extra day in order to help push you that little bit further throughout 2020 is something I'm a huge advocate for, using every single second you've got to put in the work. And when I say put in the work, I don't always mean just in terms of business. There are other aspects to think about in your life, such as your family, your friends, and obviously putting in the work in other different areas of your life. So where are we today? I'm back in my university bedroom. Surprisingly, quite a sunny day. We have had a bit of sleet this week. We've had a bit of snow, hail, rain, and now we've got sun. Absolutely crazy in terms of weather this week. And over the past few weeks, we've had real bad weather in terms of storms and all the rest of it. But anyhow, let's jump straight into the core content of today's podcast. Super, super excited. I've been chatting to a few people this week and I've got a little bit of value that they have shared with me that I'm going to pass on and share with you. So where are we? I'm going to start off with one of the calls that I had a few weeks ago. Um, I think it was not last week, but the week before. And this guy's name was David Thomas. I had a call with him initially because I was speaking to his partner and his partner passed me on to him and basically said, oh, he might be really good to talk to. And I met him on LinkedIn. Great guy. He's been doing public speaking for a number of years significantly more experienced than me, travels up and down the country. And I think he's also spoken in other countries as well, besides the UK. So we hopped on a call a few weeks ago and we were talking about public speaking, how to get your foot in the door, all of those different questions that a lot of people even ask me. And I just wanted to hear his take on this topic. And one of the things he said to me really stood out to me but I'm just going to tell you the rest of the conversation and then I'm going to jump into that core one piece of content that just spoke to me really so he said in in my um in my industry he said everyone is talking about tech because everybody needs it and if everyone is talking about that same topic then you need to go to some go somewhere where people aren't talking about it. For example, he he used the example on our phone call about engineering. Maybe having a room full of engineers is where you need to be in order to get your message heard and in order to break through that competition. Something that I've heard a lot of people mention recently is about 
there being lots and lots of people talking about marketing. And obviously, if you go to a marketing event, you are going to come up with a lot of competition if you're in marketing. And so going to an event where actually you've got people that are talking about the trends in engineering or they're talking about restaurant trends, about um, how to keep and get more people through the door at your restaurant. If you go to those events and you have a 10 or 15, even an hour slot to talk about marketing and how that can really bring and exchange your value of marketing and how a company can use marketing to get more people through the door, that in turn will seem extremely more valuable as opposed to if you're at an event where everybody is talking about marketing and it makes you seem like the expert because nobody else in the room is talking about what you're talking about. And it really makes sense to me. And he said, really narrow it down about what you want to talk about. Don't just talk generally about marketing, but narrow it down, get specific and really hone in on your story, your journey, and put all of that into your marketing presentation, your business presentation, whatever you want to talk about on stage. Something else I mentioned to him, and it's something that I have my own tactics to do, but I just wanted to hear how he did things. I asked him about images. How much imagery does he use in a presentation? And when he is presenting, how much text does he use and videos and all the rest of it? And something he said to me, was if he is going somewhere to do a presentation, he will rarely, if ever, use videos. And the reason he does this is because he said he has lots of problems with videos when, for example, if someone works on a Mac and you work on Windows, having that transfer of files, sometimes the videos get lost and then that causes problems. But he said, um, stop putting a lot of text. If you have a lot of text on a slide, you'll definitely lose people. You don't really want someone that is just reading off a slide. You really want them to kind of talk about their own and use their own knowledge because nobody likes that person that reads directly off the slides. I can remember back in school and even in lectures, sometimes people are just reading off the slides on a slideshow and it's it's not engaging and it, it does get boring very very quickly so that's a few tips for you guys if you're looking to get started in um in public speaking but one of the core things he said to me which i don't just think relates to public speaking but i also think it relates to every other area really of business especially the sales and the marketing aspects as well is he said you need to find people that have the need, the authority, the money, and the urgency to buy from you. And so I'm just gonna walk you through that and how all of this would use in play and in action when you have your own business and you're trying to get sales. So he said, you need to find someone that has the need for your product. Because the truth is, if I don't have a need for your product or service, they're simply not going to buy it. For example, if you're lactose intolerant, you're not going to go out and buy a Fredo chocolate bar because it just wouldn't work because it has milk in. And then automatically you just wouldn't have the need for that product. For example, I'm a guy, um, I don't paint my nails, and so I simply don't have the need to buy some nail polish. And I think 
that makes complete sense. Then moving on to the authority, especially if you're pitching services, um, but also in a way it works with products as well. You need someone that has the authority to say yes to putting money on the table. So in a business to business, more service point of view, when I go out and pitch companies, I need to make sure I'm pitching the person that's a director, the CEO, the founder, um, the marketing director, those types of people I need to be pitching. Because if I'm pitching the intern, let's be real, the intern isn't going to be able to say, yes, we will give you X amount of money per month. It's just not going to happen. Um, which leads very smoothly onto money. The company or person that you're pitching needs to have that amount of money that you are asking for. If they don't, then simply they can't afford your service and then you need to move on. Just going back to that authority, I realized I missed a point. If you're selling a product and you need someone else's authority in order to buy that product, for example, if you're selling toys for a kid, um, so I don't know, a Peppa Pig, um, a Peppa Pig toy, um, then you would need the authority figure to pay for it. So in this case, a Peppa Pig toy, you would need their mom, the kid's mom, to go out and buy it. And in that case, you would also have to draw in the child. So the child is nagging the parents to go out and buy that toy for them. Um, so in that case, in a product, a B2C point of view, that would work. And back to that money, again, the kid is probably not going to be able to buy the toy. And so that's why you're pitching at the parents. And then that moves to urgency. You need someone that is willing to put money on the table now. If you have someone that's going to say, oh, we'll buy it six months in six months time, it's not directly value. It doesn't directly show you value right now. And I'm definitely one for putting yourself out there and branding for the long term. But when you're going out to pitch someone, you probably want to pitch them for something that is going to happen in a conversation that's going to happen now, as opposed to someone saying, oh, can you pitch us now? And then we'll decide in three years time. Um, so that's those four things is something to think about, are things to think about. Need, authority, money and urgency. Super, super interesting chat with David. And on the off chances listening to this, thank you so much for having that chat with me. Moving on very swiftly onto something I mentioned last week that I would follow up on. And that's an evening diary. Now, last week I said I was going to be starting writing down an evening journal. Um, and actually it's gone all right. I started on Tuesday night, I think. And I've been working through it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I think I missed Friday and Saturday this week because I spent that with my girlfriend. But that is what I have so far. And I just want to read you a few passages and just tell you about a kind of approach that I'm taking at the moment. And if any of you guys are starting an evening journal, hopefully this will be a value to you. So at the moment, I've got one which is called Five Minutes in the Evening. It's called the journal for rest and reflection. And the reason I started journaling is because I just really wanted to, well, basically get my thoughts down on paper. I definitely don't do it enough and it's something I really wanted to do. So what I do now is I write down on one page a day. It tells you basically 
what to think about. And so I just kind of jumped in and got started. So moving on to the first page, on the left hand side of the page, it has a bit of writing. Um, so for example, on the first page, it says at the end of the day, and it tells you some of the things to think about. For example, on this page, it said, take a few moments right now to imagine how you would like to spend your evenings if you were able to focus on what helps you to feel relaxed and content. It did have a bit more text about the importance of doing this and all of that. Um, but that's just a bit, I'm going to read that to you. And so what I wrote down was, I'd like to do a bit of work on the evenings, spend time with my girlfriend, play a bit of keyboard. And by keyboard, I mean the musical keyboard. And um, I'd like to do a bit of reading in a calm headspace and feel really relaxed. Because the reason I want to do these different things, such as doing a bit of work, spending time with my girlfriend, and also reading and keyboard, is because those are things that really intellectually stimulate me and they make me feel like I'm being productive, even though it's not as heavy as actually doing intense work. Then moving on swiftly to the next page, it started to move on to writing down more of your thoughts. And this is where my kind of technique came into it. As I started writing stuff down, I realized I'd kind of had an approach about basically how I'm going to go down to writing stuff down because this main part now moving on to the second or third day was on about writing things down to just get out of your mind and this was quite difficult because I was trying to think about things that had kind of annoyed me in some way during that day and kind of got under my skin a little bit generally I'm quite a calm guy and so to have to think about these different things was quite difficult for me but I ended up figuring things out and I just wrote some stuff down and actually it went a bit better than I expected it to do. So the first thing I wrote down was not getting a social content posted today and by this I meant on LinkedIn. I always try and post daily or um, some days a week I miss out. I think it's usually the, the Saturday I miss out. But even so, trying to get posts out as many times a week as I can. And so this day I missed it. And so that was the point that I wrote down, which is a P. And then I said, it makes me feel unexperienced or unorganized as I should have done it on my lunchtime. Um, but then to really actually think about it, I said, I had things to do and it's okay for me to spend time off and spend family time because that is important too. And I need to show up for Hannah, my girlfriend. So there's P, F and A. The P is for point, the F is for feeling, and A is kind of an answer. Um, the second point was not getting business work done. So not working on my company during that day. And I wrote down, it makes me feel behind, like I'm not doing enough. And the A to that was, I am doing enough. A call is also working on the company because on that day I had a call. And I said, I do have good balance in other areas of my life. For example, spending time with my girlfriend and also um, working on my full-time job during the day. I also put, I am not behind. The only person in the race is me. And I think I'm going to leave it there. But 
this technique that I used, especially that last point. Um, so it's point, feeling, and answer to the feeling. So the point is just a quick kind of thought. The feeling is something I'm trying to do to really get a bit more in touch with my emotions. Sometimes I can be very hard faced. And then the A is me inspiring myself and saying, actually, I am good enough and there's no reason for me to have these thoughts. So especially that last point that I've read out to you, I am not behind because I am the only person in the race. This is something I'm a huge advocate for. You are the only person in the race in your life, whether that's in business, whether that's just you trying to be a better person. Stop looking around and seeing people on places like Instagram and feeling like you're not worthy enough. Everyone is in their own individual journey. And actually, the truth is, you are good enough. And just basically stop watching everyone else. When you start watching everyone else, that's when you start to feel like you're behind or you're doing something wrong. And that's when you start having low loads of different negative thoughts, overthinking and all the rest of it. I'm a huge advocate of telling people that actually you are good enough. So just remember everyone that's listening that you are good enough and whatever struggles you're going through at the moment, I'm sure you're not alone. And if you do feel alone and you do feel like everyone else is beating you, just remember that you're the only person in your race because you are the only person on that individual journey that you are on. Moving on very swiftly away from the evening routine moves me on to the next point in my diary, which is networking. Today I have a call and it's literally straight after this podcast. It's in 15 minutes time. And this call is one we tried to do last week. Didn't end up getting it done because my laptop completely crashed and just didn't want to work. But this week it will be fine and my laptop is going to work, fingers crossed. And it really got me thinking this week, I've been thinking a lot about networking. How I network online and how I can really change up what I'm doing. And so obviously I've got this call today. It's going to be a podcast and that's going to be really awesome content for me, but also the woman that I'm doing it with. So I'm excited to do that, but something I want to start doing and I've never really thought about doing this is networking with people on LinkedIn, but instead of just doing it from people all around the world, trying to focus a little bit more on what's going on close to where I am and where I'm living. Um, so Derby, Birmingham, which is where I work and around this kind of area, as I start to reach out to more people, what I have realized, the people that don't post on LinkedIn often say to me, oh, Gareth, every single time you post you or every single time I go on LinkedIn, you're always at the top of my feed. And the truth is, that is exactly where I want to be. I want to be at the top of people's feeds because if I'm at the top of their feed, even if they scroll past me, they will probably read what I put at the top and the bottom of my videos. And if I'm there every single day for six months, a year, they, without knowing, will be reading every single one of these messages and it will establish my authority um, and it will make people see me more as a brand and more as a person, even if we have never spoken in the comments or on message. And over time, that could in turn lead to a sale 
or it could just lead to a really good relationship and I could gain a bit of knowledge from them. Or I could also share my value with them, which is also extremely valuable and um, something that means a lot to me. So just the power of showing up, something I wanted to share with you guys. Never underestimate how powerful it can be just by showing up on a day-to-day basis. Even if you don't feel comfortable to go on video on social media, then start a podcast. And if you're not ready for a podcast, then post images. And if you're not ready to post images, then just put text. Because the truth is there's lots of different mediums out there. Everyone works differently. I like a podcast because I don't really like writing as much. And hence I make videos and I make a podcast as opposed to a blog. And that's just the way I work. Everyone works differently. Everyone also takes in information differently. And that's why I'm trying to become a little bit more linear in the way that I produce text format online. So for example, on my LinkedIn posts, I'll put a bit more text now than what I used to do to try and bring out that side of people that don't want to watch the video, but actually they still want to take the information. Super interesting tactics. Trying new things out is something else that's on my list today, which I'll move on to in a little while. So the next point in my diary is reading. Reading is something this year that I've really tried to dig deep into. I set myself a goal at the kind of the end of last year, really more than the start of this year to read at least one book a month for the whole year. So 12 books for the year. So far, I missed two books a month by about 15 pages. In the first month, I smashed it out and I managed to read two books. And in the second month, I, well, which was yesterday, really, I managed to get through almost two books besides that 15 pages. And I also know that tomorrow I will finish those 15 pages. So actually I'm significantly further ahead than what I expected to be. It's good though, because it means I'm taking in a lot more information than what I initially expected. And it's just a nice feeling to have. I love reading and finishing a new book. So I'm extremely excited for tomorrow, finishing a new book, making that video on LinkedIn about I've just finished another book. This is what I thought. This part was good. This part wasn't so good. And sharing that information with the world which I will also share with you guys on next week's podcast. So I just mentioned about trying things and doing things differently. Something that I've realized in my journey in business is that no matter how much you do something, if you're doing something wrong, it's never going to get fixed. And an example of this is sales for me. My approach on LinkedIn, reaching out to people, in a salesy way, clearly doesn't seem to be working as good as I want. So in order to progress that and make something a bit better and make it a bit different, what I am going to do is take a different messaging approach. Instead of just reaching out to anybody, trying to niche a bit more, um, reaching out through a voice note, all of these different strategies can work because they're not what I'm doing right now. And trying those different things just to see what sticks especially in the beginning, starting a business or starting something in your life. I think it's extremely important because if you've never worked in that area, you've never done anything in that area, 
it can be difficult to know what's going to work and what's not. And so trying those different things, throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks is what I would highly recommend to do. You never know. I could go out and do a public speaking event in a few weeks time and that can get me my first client as opposed to some people where actually what they need to do to get their first client is sending out voice messages. I think it depends on you. And again, similar to the content thing, everyone has their own personal approach and everyone wants to work differently. And if you find something that works for you, then keep doing it because you will probably get comfortable with it if you're not already. And it will just kind of snowball super super simple concept really but something that actually i haven't been executing on enough and in the future it's something i'm looking to do a lot more especially over the upcoming months so you might see if you're connected with me or if you're not yet but you're going to be you might see me using things like voice notes that a little bit more than what i caught near the next point in my diary which is also the final point for today is someone popped up to me um i think it was yesterday evening someone someone messaged me on instagram and if you're not connected with me already on instagram or linkedin or twitter or somewhere else then all of those details will be down below in the description but anyhow this person messaged me on instagram basically after listening to this podcast they just wanted some advice about what to do and it was just really nice the fact that this person had the confidence to reach out to me so i just wanted to basically say that if any of you guys ever have any either comments about the podcast you're going through something and you'd like my advice or you feel like actually you could bring value to me and offer me some advice i'm completely down to have a chat even if it's just to bounce some ideas around with you guys about starting a company starting a podcast starting video or starting content creation online i know it can be very very difficult to get started and i'm one of the people that really knows the difficulty in that because not only starting the company but also um my whole life really starting new things can really come across as really difficult and i manage now to start new things but sometimes I know it can be a struggle and having the confidence to start is also quite difficult, whether that's content creation, whether that's public speaking or whether that's absolutely anything else going on in the world. So again, if any of you guys need any help, advice, have any advice for me, have any comments for me or just want to chat, then feel free to message me either on email or you can message me on one of my social media channels, which I'll include in the description depending where you're listening, depending where it will be. And I think that's me. I have talked through all the points that are on my diary. I just really hope that this, this podcast brings you guys value. And if it does, and you're listening on Apple, then feel free to give it a review, whether it's good or bad or whatever. So thank you. Thank you, every single one of you that listens. It's extremely fulfilling for me making this podcast and talking through these points i'm not really fussed about my numbers so um i just hope that you guys really enjoy this and i hope you find it valuable if you think someone else will enjoy this too then feel free to send them the link to my podcast and get them to listen i'd love to impact 
as many people as possible and really help bring more people value that starting out. And again, if you would like to ask me any questions or just want to chat, then feel free to drop me a message on any of my social media. And besides that, this has been the Building from the Bottom podcast, chapter three, episode 14. I hope you all have a great week and thank you so much for listening.